Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing, you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problem solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code PODCAST15. Summer is here. Pack your bag with sunscreen, your emotional sport water bottle, and that steamy bee treat. But wait, don't stop there. This year, there's a new kind of essential that's right at your fingertips. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, spicy audio stories. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. And there's a growing library of fantasy series with werewolves, Greek gods, goddesses, Regency-era historical fiction, and fairy smut. To explore the bounds of your pleasure, new content is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. Dipsy offers a modern approach to romance through high quality and captivating audio fiction. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash pantsuit. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipseastories.com slash pantsuit. dipsystories.com slash pantsuit. We are all better. It is something all of humanity should celebrate, is the commemoration of the end of slavery in the United States. This is Sarah and Beth. You're listening to Pantsu Politics, the home of grace-filled political conversations. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Pantsuit Politics. We are so happy to be here with you today. And before we get started, we wanted to ask you ever so sweetly if you could pop on over to Apple Podcast app and give us a rating and review. It helps new people find Pantsuit Politics. And also, it warms our hearts when you share really, really lovely reviews like this one. Says, in a time like this, there aren't both sides. You're either on the right side of history here or you aren't. And I think both Beth and Sarah have shown this through research and thoughtful discussion. Thank you for your vulnerability and willingness to learn from each other and from others. I'm in turn learning from you. That warms my heart. Thank you so much. Lovely person who left this review who has a really long username I'm not going to read. <laughs> so if you could pop over 
and give us a rating and review, we would be eternally grateful. So today is a special day in the United States. It is Juneteenth. We are going to endeavor to share with you some things that we are learning about Juneteenth that we think all Americans should know and that unfortunately were not taught to us in our schools. We also recognize that we are two white ladies having this conversation Mm -hmm. and we do not want to in any way be appropriative or condescending or eye-rolly or cringy in any respect. And we will probably not make it through this whole episode without creating one of those moments for you and ourselves later. And so we're just trying to hold some grace here because what we do think is important is to use the time that we have with our audience who we cherish talking about things that we didn't learn enough about in school and that haven't been talked about enough in our mostly white communities. And so if you already know and live and celebrate everything underlying Juneteenth, you might find this unhelpful. But I hope that you know the spirit of it is solidarity and respect and trying to honor this holiday and to spread it beyond just the people who still relate to both the pain and liberation that Juneteenth represents. You know, I think a lot about a talk I heard Tracy Clayton give at Podcast Movement, former host of Another Round and a friend of ours from college, who said, you know, Black people have enjoyed white media for a long time. We enjoyed things created for you, so there's nothing wrong with you enjoying things created for us. And that's sort of the spirit I think is important about Juneteenth. I don't think any sort of progress is made by treating Juneteenth as something only the Black community can celebrate. Now, that doesn't, again, doesn't mean we appropriate, but we are all better. It is something all of humanity should celebrate is the commemoration of the end of slavery in the United States. That is something that serves every single American citizen, and it is something we should celebrate as an essential step forward in our nation's history. And to segregate the holiday and say, oh, it's only for this community, to me, continues to segregate the idea or perpetuate the idea that slavery only hurt the African-American community, which, of course, is not true. It was a cancer. It's a cancer we are still dealing with. And so I think the more all of us can see this history and embrace the progress that has been made and see the impact and the progress yet to be made, the better we all will be. So I thought it would be nice to read the description of Juneteenth from Juneteenth.com, which has been working for years to try to make Juneteenth a national holiday and to aggregate information about how it's celebrated across the United States, which, which, as we'll talk about in a second, differs from community to community. So this is what they say. Juneteenth is a day of reflection, a day of renewal, a pride-filled day. It is a moment in time taken to appreciate the African-American experience It is inclusive of all races, ethnicities, and nationalities, as nothing is more comforting than the hand of a friend. Juneteenth serves symbolically and in reality as a reference point from which to measure and appreciate the progress and contributions made by African Americans to this society. Juneteenth is a day on which honor and respect is paid for the sufferings of slavery. It is a day on which we acknowledge the evils of slavery and its aftermath. On Juneteenth, we talk about our history and realize because of it, there will forever be a bond between us. 
On Juneteenth, we think about that moment in time when the enslaved in Galveston, Texas, received word of their freedom. We imagine the depth of their emotions, their jubilant dance, and their fear of the unknown. Juneteenth is a day that we commit to each other the needed support as family, friends, and coworkers. It is a day we build coalitions that enhance African-American economics. On Juneteenth, we come together young and old to listen, to learn, and to refresh the drive to achieve. It is a day where we all take one step closer to better utilize the energy wasted on racism. Juneteenth is a day that we pray for peace and liberty for all. And we'll put in the show notes a link for you to find that passage and all of the great information at Juneteenth.com. The first thing we wanted to share is more about that history. So that commemoration mentioned Galveston, Texas. On June 19th of 1865, Union soldiers came into Galveston, Texas with news that the Civil War had ended. And if you're doing the math... That's two and a half years after the Emancipation Proclamation, which became official January 1st of 1863. But that proclamation didn't go very far in Texas for a lot of reasons. There weren't enough Union troops there to enforce the order. There are lots of theories about why this news took so long to get there. And in that two and a half years, enslavers from Mississippi and Louisiana and other parts of the Southeast migrated with enslaved people to Texas to escape the enforcement of the Emancipation Proclamation. So more than 150,000 enslaved people were moved from the Southeast United States to Texas in that gap between the Emancipation Proclamation and Union soldiers coming into Texas. And there are lots of stories and theories about why it took so long for the news to reach Texans. There's a story that the messenger was murdered. There is a story that the news was deliberately withheld, in particular by enslavers. And there's a story that federal troops waited for slave owners to reap the benefits of one last cotton harvest before showing up with the news that the enslaved people had been set free. But when General Gordon Granger's regiment arrived in 1865, their forces were strong enough to finally enforce the order and overcome resistance. He issued General Orders Number 3. This is the text. The people of Texas are informed that in accordance with a proclamation from the executive of the U.S., all slaves are free. This involves an absolute equality of personal rights and rights of property between former masters and slaves, and the connections heretofore existing between them becomes the between employer and hired labor. The freedmen are advised to remain quietly at their present homes and work for wages. They are informed that they will not be allowed to collect at military post and that they will not be supported in idleness either there or elsewhere. I think it's really important to spend a minute lingering on the text of General Orders Number 3 because the way that I was sort of taught to think about Union troops was that they were like unimpeachably heroic. Mm -hmm. And that there was an attitude of equality permeating the Union. And if you read the text of this order, it very clearly shows what an exceptionally long way toward valuing all people equally we had to go. I mean, just that last sentence about, you know, they, the, the freedmen, are, are not going to be allowed to just hang out. Well, they're like making an assumption that mm-hmm. enslaved people were going to go from the long, hard, incredibly laborious days that they were required to put in to doing nothing. I mean, it's just, it's a really sad reflection on how even the people I was taught to think of as the good guys without any complexity felt about 
enslaved people at that moment in history. So it's probably not surprising to hear that everyone did not immediately obey the order. Enslavers beat and shot enslaved people who were trying to leave and claim their freedom. Historian Elizabeth Hayes Turner tells of an enslaved woman, Katie Darling, who was continuously enslaved after the order came out for another six years. Six years. So despite all of the ugliness that preceded and followed General Granger's arrival, the freed people in Texas celebrated June 19th with barbecues and gatherings, prayers and songs and readings. And since then, it has been thought of as both celebratory and painful. I loved this description from Caleb Gale, and we'll put a link to his piece about this in the show notes, too. He said, Juneteenth plays stage to what Black families love doing most, celebrating life, no matter how much we have had to fight for it. Juneteenth has always been a difficult celebration for Black people on two dimensions— We celebrate that we are no longer enslaved in this country while realizing that this country has been morally bankrupt for devaluing and enslaving us in the first place. Summer is here. Pack your bag with sunscreen, your emotional sport water bottle, and that steamy beet treat. But wait, don't stop there. This year, there's a new kind of essential that's right at your fingertips. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, spicy audio stories. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. And there's a growing library of fantasy series with werewolves, Greek gods, goddesses, Regency-era historical fiction, and fairy smut. To explore the bounds of your pleasure, new content is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. Dipsy offers a modern approach to romance through high quality and captivating audio fiction. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash pantsuit. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash pantsuit. Dipsystories.com slash pantsuit. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. This year is going by so quickly, and I had a little bit of a moment of panic about it this week. I thought to myself, I'm losing track of time. It's going so fast. It's going to be December before I know it. My kids are growing up, and I just kind of was spinning out. And I stopped, and I closed my eyes, and I pictured my last therapist, who I haven't seen since the end of 2020. But I remember the way he talked me through these issues and I sort of channeled his energy and put my feet on the ground and thought this is just how time feels now and there's nothing wrong with that or right about it. It just is. But those skills that I learned in therapy are so important to helping me take a second to celebrate what's going right and decide what I want to adjust for the rest of the year. If you're thinking of starting therapy, which I cannot recommend enough, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Pantsuit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash Pantsuit. The second most stressful thing after planning a trip is packing for it. This is true. This is a true story. I have just told you the clothes I have don't fit. They don't go together the way I want them to. I'm missing some essential piece. 
And then I discovered Quince. It's my go-to for high-quality vacation essentials. Like this premium European linen dress that's going to get us all through the heat wherever we're traveling. Blouses and shorts from $30. Washable silk tops. Premium luggage options and so much more. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than their similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to all of us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I got big plans for my Quince chiffon pleated skirt in Japan. They like a loose, flowy look over there to battle the heat. I will be adopting that strategy with that skirt. Pack your bags with high quality essentials from Quince. Go to quince.com slash pantsuit for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash pantsuit to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash pantsuit. The second thing you needed to know, we're bringing in a guest, Mr. Griffin Holland, who just completed a really cool outschool class. If you don't know about outschool.com, I'll put the link in the show notes by Dr. Sherry A. Mehta called Juneteenth, an exploration of the celebration of freedom. So he's going to share some additional information about Juneteenth. Specifically, he is going to tell us about Emancipation Park, an area in Houston closely tied to the history of Juneteenth. It was purchased to celebrate the end of slavery, but was too costly to open for the entire year. So when Juneteenth became a holiday, the owners, a man named Allen and four other people, decided to open it for one day of the year, Juneteenth, where lots of people could gather around four acres that they bought to celebrate Juneteenth. They celebrate it mainly by eating foods that are generally red. This is a different topic, but it's in my notes. (laughs) So the Emancipation Park began as a place to celebrate Juneteenth. It didn't stay in the owner's hands. It kind of got neglected. In the 70s, they try to revive it. And then recently, they spent, the city of Houston has spent millions of dollars. And now it's on, it's a UNESCO slave route heritage site. So Emancipation Park in Houston is a really important part of Juneteenth history. And, okay, so we talked about often at Juneteenth celebration, there is red food. And what did we learn about why red food? It is believed that the red food theme is carried over from mainly drinks that were made in West Africa. Yeah, so they think that a lot of the West Africans in Texas at the time used hibiscus tea as a form of celebration and that traditional red drink carried over. And now, so at Juneteenth celebrations, you see red velvet cake and red punches and red clothing and watermelon juice, and you see lots of red foods as a part of the celebration. Okay. Thanks for sharing what you learned, Griffin. The third thing that we want to share is that Juneteenth gained national attention and spread more widely following the assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. in 1968. Coretta Scott King and Ralph Abernathy cut short the Poor People's March on June 19th to commemorate Juneteenth. And this is what really started to spread Juneteenth outside of Texas. So you see a more modern adoption of Juneteenth and a spread 
in the late 1900s. And then more recently, you've probably seen a lot of discussion over social media with companies like Twitter saying they're going to begin to give June 19th off to all employees and sort of um, reviving the conversation about Juneteenth as a national holiday. It is not yet a national holiday. And that's the fourth thing we want you to know. The Senate has passed a resolution last year recognizing Juneteenth Independence Day, but the House hasn't yet approved it. It is recognized by 46 states in the District of Columbia. Only Hawaii, North Dakota, and South Dakota don't officially recognize Juneteenth. The NFL, Twitter, Square have now recognized it as a day off for celebration, education, and connection. And the New York Times gave employees an additional day off and encouraged them to use it on June 19th. I really appreciated this description from Van Newkirk writing in The Atlantic. He said, and it spread across the country in gradual supplanting of other emancipation celebrations. Juneteenth has always retained that sense of belatedness. It is the observance of a victory delayed, a foot dragging and desperate resistance by white supremacy against the tide of human rights and of illegal freedom trampled by the might of state violence. As the belated emancipation embedded in the holiday foretold generations of black codes, forced labor, racial terror, police brutality, and a century-long regime of Jim Crow, it also imbued the holiday with a sense of Sisyphean prospect of an abridged liberty, with full citizenship always taunting and tantalizing, but just one more protest down the road. EarthBreeze Eco Sheets look just like a dryer sheet, but it's ultra-concentrated, liquidless laundry detergent. It's the best of all worlds. EarthBreeze is tough on stains and odors while being kind to the planet and your skin, so it's good for sensitive skin. It reduces plastic waste. All of these things are true and amazing, but let's get to the heart of it. Y'all know I have a laundry system. You know it revolves around training children as young as possible to do their own laundry. EarthBreeze sheets feels like they were invented for this. Because littles maybe sometimes struggle with those big, heavy jugs. Or maybe you worry about the pods, but here we go. Here we go, y'all. EarthBreeze Eco Sheets. It's like the perfect solution. A child as young as two can handle these sheets. And... Even with toddlers, like, you can get them involved. And this is a way to get them helping with laundry, even before they could do it themselves. Ugh, gotta love it so much. Right now, our listeners can receive 40% off EarthBreeze just by going to earthbreeze.com slash pantsuit. That's earthbreeze.com slash pantsuit to cut out single-use plastic in your laundry room and claim 40% off your subscription. earthbreeze.com slash pantsuit. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing, you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problem solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code PODCAST15.
We do quite a bit of hosting here at the Silvers household, and I think there is nothing that completes a table for dinner. Like a beautiful loaf of bread and wild grain has made that so simple because they send gorgeous loaves of sourdough bread. Lots of spins on the ingredients, but always just this fantastic, high quality, easy to bake in 25 minutes or less from frozen bread that turns out perfectly every single time. I also have to tell you about the free croissants for life that come with your wild grain orders. And those croissants make the morning, your brunch, maybe your late night snack, flaky and like you're sitting in a French cafe and they're just perfect every single time. That's what I love about Wild Grain. It's easy, it's consistent, it's fully customizable. It is the first ever Bake From Frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. For a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash pantsuit to start your subscription. You heard me, free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash pantsuit. That's wildgrain.com slash pantsuit, or you can use promo code pantsuit at checkout. And I think what you see, because it was this gradual process and it was the the celebrating of sort of the last place to to find out about the emancipation it's really interesting in many communities across the country you see different dates for celebration so for example i don't know if y'all knew this i live in paducah kentucky and in paducah the, the juneteenth conversation kind of left me bewildered in the beginning because in paducah we celebrate on the 8th of august and it's a very big deal because that's the day that african americans in paducah learned of emancipation. This is from explorekentuckyhistory.com. These yearly occasions fell on different days of the calendar for several reasons. Most often, Emancipation Day celebrations fell on January 1st. This day was popular because Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation went into effect on that day in 1863. Some communities instead chose to celebrate on September 22nd, the day when the preliminary Emancipation Proclamation was issued in 1862. Other communities chose to honor April 9th, the day in 1865 when General Robert E. Lee surrendered to General Ulysses S. Grant at Appomattox. Still others selected a day in December when the 13th Amendment took effect or the various days when the Union Army occupied their town or county. In Texas, the most popular day was June 19th, also known as Juneteenth. On that day in 1865, slaves in Texas heard that the war was over and they were free. Paducah's chosen Emancipation Day is somewhat unique. According to the August 8, 1905 edition of the Paducah Daily News Democrat, the day was chosen because it was when slaves in Santo Domingo, Haiti, earned their freedom. Haiti was the first black republic established in the Western Hemisphere after a slave uprising that began in 1791. And I think that's so interesting. I think it speaks to exactly that quote from Van Newkirk, that this was so slow and disjointed in a way. And even if it was announced, just what we saw from the history in Texas, it's not like it was immediate and everybody was automatically free. And so you have, I think, these like different celebrations at different times in a really kind of beautiful way illustrate the sort of broken, disjointed nature of emancipation. Because like you said, I think we're taught, oh, well, the Union Army was good. They wanted to abolish slavery. We sent the Emancipation Proclamation and everybody was free. And what you see from the history of Juneteenth and celebrations across the country is that that was simply not the case. We didn't just end slavery and move on. We didn't, and 
do not fix racism and move on. And I think that that's really what Juneteenth offers us, right, is an opportunity to fully face the complicated history, the both sort of the the tragedy and the suffering and also the joyful celebration of forward momentum and the acknowledgement that it's not a straight line, but that the work continues. Which is all particularly relevant always and especially at the moment we're living in, mm-hmm. given that this week we are mourning the death of Rayshard Brooks, continuing to mourn the deaths of Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and George Floyd. We are celebrating the Supreme Court's decision to protect the LGBTQ community from employment discrimination and to, for now at least, prevent the termination of the DACA program. And I think what is a a beautiful invitation for everyone about Juneteenth is to hold together the notion that there are victories and there is so much work and there is so much pain and we have to sit with all of it and carry all of it. And that's what we wanted to do here today. We will return to much of the breaking news on Tuesday's episode. We're going to talk a little bit about foreign policy on Tuesday because there's a big world out there that we haven't gotten to spend a whole lot of time on given everything that's happening in the United States lately. You can hear detailed breakdowns of our Supreme Court analysis on the Nightly Nuance. And of course, Sarah is keeping you informed every morning on Instagram in our news brief. So we'll see you in those places. We hope that you have a great weekend. We hope that Juneteenth celebrations all over this country are beautiful and surrounded by communities that really honor the holiday. Keep it nuanced, y'all. Pantsu Politics is produced by Dylan Garvin and Studio D Production. Elise Knapp is our managing editor. Dante Lima is the composer and performer of our theme music. Our show is listener-supported. Our executive producers are Allison Luzader, Allie Edwards, Amy Whited, Barry Kaufman, David McWilliams, Emily Neasley, Janice Elliott, Jared Minson, Joshua Allen, Martha Branitsky, Sarah Ralph, Tiffany Hasler, Timothy Miller, and Tracy Putoff. To support Pantsuit Politics and receive lots of bonus features, visit patreon.com slash pantsuitpolitics. You can connect with us on our website, pantsuitpoliticsshow.com, sign up for our weekly emails, and follow us on Instagram.